There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hey guys, coming up, we have a New York Comedy Festival show. It's called Culture, and I don't think so, honey, Deathmatch. Team Matt versus Team Bowen. Ten people on each team fighting hard to see who can give the most amazing I don't think so, honeys. It's on November 7th. That's a Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Again, for New York Comedy Festival. Tickets are available right now. And then at the Brooklyn Podcast Festival on November 18th at 10 p.m., we have our third installment of I Don't Think So, Honey, live at the Bell House. We're so excited to finally perform there with a brand new roster of 50 comedians uh, doing their amazing inaugural I Don't Think So Honeys live uh, for a rabid crowd. We can't wait. See you there. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Well, I guess you could say... The M&M's are back, bitch. The M&M's are back. I guess you could say that not only did I bring the M&M's on this episode. But you brought a new favorite of mine. Can I plug? Go ahead and plug. Can I plug we, the, the snack? snacks are really happening today. We've got pretzel crisps, buffalo wing flavor. Yeah. Deli style. I told you, Matt, It. I, I put this in my mouth and I was like, there is a piece of gorgeously fried chicken in my mouth. Yeah. And you know who exposed me to this? Already yeah, our guest is uh, living a la vida loca. Who which, of course, is the original song. Yes. It was more of a ballad. Um, <laughs> Katrina Rogers, who is my mother, who I'm going to radically say this. Radical. 
She should be on the pod. Oh, 100%. I think <gasps> Katrina should be on the pod. I would love that. I think that would be an amazing episode. Uh, but, yeah, okay. But what? <laughs> I'm you saying... stupid bitch. For symmetry, like... I would love that. That means we would have we would we should bring my mom on, and I don't know if that's. Why don't we bring someone else in your family on? We can bring my sister on. Why doesn't Yang Yang come on? My sister would be great. Would you, be so great. You think? I think so. <laughs> and speaking of family, we have a new member of the family in the room. Not our guest, but we have hot engineer Will. Hi, Will. <laughs> He Hi. just moved from Seattle. It's He's fresh off the boat and fresh in our hearts. And, Will, I'll ask you one question. What's the best M&M? Uh, to me, it's the peanut butter M&M. Okay. That's wrong. Oh, That's crispy, unfortunately wrong. Crispy M&M is good. good and pretzels close enough. Now, no. Will is <laughs> a certified expert in all things audio. He just walked me and Matt through with a delicious, sumptuous tapestry of words. He told us about a sonorous proximity effect when he was telling us to please speak more directly into the microphone. And I just want to say that was a note for Bowen. I never <laughs> need a note in terms of how to speak into a mic. That was a note for me, but I'll, but I mean, do you not re- do you regret having those words no, spoken to you? No, no, no. I don't regret it. I, f- um, I felt something. And then, you know, and then he, later on he would he very very genteely talked us through the axis of the microphone. These we're guys. Now I know. I can tell everyone we're recording on the RE twenty, which is um, designed for people who can you know push a lot of breath, like voice actors. I'm anxious now. Okay, that people now know the secrets of the podcast. I mean, and they will themselves buy an RE twenty, and all of a sudden you'll be hearing ding dong. Oh, and some all imposters. Of sudden, all of a sudden, there's going to be Lost Culturistas too. <laughs> Well, I challenge someone out there to start a new podcast called Lost Culturistas 2. And I, I will sue. <laughs> I will have my lawyers on it. What a fun little social experiment. Speaking of my lawyers, <laughs> I want to bring my lawyers in right now and sue our guests for making me laugh so hard and also uh, for <laughs> laughing over our whole intro because you, you are... How dare she? How dare you? you are, I would bring a lawsuit to you. Who is she? <laughs> she she has one of those laughs that's so contagious. Aww. And whenever she laughs, I laugh. You know, no matter. And whenever what... she laughs, I break out into a rash. <laughs> oh well, it's she conta- is, still contagious. She is a veteran. This is the credits, by the way. <laughs> Let's go through the credits. She's first. a veteran. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's a veteran of Comedy Central roast battle. Mm. <laughs> she is one of the. Co- <laughs> She's one of the co-hosts of Battle of the Divas with. <laughs> Former queen of the pod, Mateo Lane, <laughs> at Union Hall. And you can see they have a show at New York Comedy Festival. Yes. And, oh, of course, she has her upcoming solo show at Ars Nova on November 4th. Yes. It's Christy Bitch, starring uh, the person sitting to my left, Matt Rogers. I do I do feature into he, the show. He, I'm sorry, I said, role, said featuring. In a role that I was born to play. <laughs> I know. And in fact, perhaps I've already played in my life. And uh, of course, she was a new face at JFL this year, um, star on the rise. And I need to, okay, well, let's introduce her. It's Christy Cello. Oh my God, you guys, thank you so much. I'm sorry I've been such a bag of giggles. Why are you giggling? Tell us, tell us why. Explain yourself. Because I've wanted to do this podcast my whole entire life. You know I'm a fan. You know I've been to both your live shows in New York City. And to see it happening in the studs is a real, honestly, a real treat to watch you guys do that. We ask you you a question at this point. We ask you a question at this point. Is this what you pictured? (laughs) 
honestly, you know what strikes me the most? What? Is that physically we are so close to each other. By necessity, though. <laughs> I, I feel very close to you guys. And you know what? This is everything I thought it would be and more. I mean, this. Yeah. I'm having the best time of my life Good. so far. And don't. <laughs> there's no need to point out how close we are. We, <laughs> we are doing this. One, for, to create this kinship yeah. and this bond, and two, for that sonorous proximity, proximity effect. effect. We <laughs> should say, we're in a room that is acres large. Acres large. We, we, we don't have to be sitting within a cubic foot of one another, but we just are because that is the love. Yes. And also, you know, hot engineer Will is yeah. also in the same cubic foot as us. Well, you're so cubic. close to us. You're so close to us. I'm yeah. getting lost in those baby greens. Baby greens. Baby greens. <laughs> you know, you thought they were something you could order as a side at, uh, you know, that restaurant. But, in fact, they're in Will's eyes. They're in Will's eyes. <laughs> now, Christy. I didn't know where you were going with that, but then Neither I got it I, at the honey. end. Neither I, did I, honey. I got it at the end. It's called being that. <laughs> being you don't Matt. know where you're going, but you get there. You wherever had... that is, you don't know. I mean... Uh, <laughs> what? Nothing. My brain just short circuited. You guys. All I know is you started this by attacking my mother. <laughs> I did not attack your mother. You attacked. I said my mother should be a podcast guest, and you said, "Well, no." I said, "But <laughs> I did only to counter that with, well, what? I'm, I was just. I'm sorry, and I was just placing my own mother in that <laughs> place, and I was like, "Would that be? Uh, that would be uncomfortable for everybody." And so I was just like. Maybe that disqualifies Katrina. I don't think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think Katrina stands on her own. I think Katrina is more than a mother. Oh. And I think that you 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 said that she is merely a mother. I didn't I say more than you say merely. merely. Rule number 52 <laughs> culture. A mother is not merely a mother. Yeah, right. You didn't say it with me so that doesn't that, that didn't that didn't register. I think it landed either way. Look, Christy. Hi, you guys. <laughs> Wait, speaking of maternal figures, I, I truly, you know, it just hit me. And Christy, this is why I, I feel like I connect with you is because you have such a, um, you have such a joy that, and you laugh at the same moments that my grandmother would laugh, really? and you remind me of just, <laughs> ju just by sense, just by sense of humor this alone. Is wild. No, I mean it, and like Christy laughs at the moments that my grandmother would laugh, like especially during like silences or pauses. Yes. Christy is someone you can always count on Christy to fill in the thank silence so with a gorgeous laugh. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, Honestly, God. thank you. Your you, grandmother sounds like an amazing woman. She's an amazing woman. Are you, <laughs> she really does. You're a laugher, huh? Oh, I'm an, I'm an easy laugh. And, uh, I, and I pride myself on being an easy laugh. You want to know why? We're rapidly ascending towards our death. You got to laugh. Uh, you got to laugh. You got to laugh. We're can I up? ask you what, do you, what do you think will kill us? <laughs> that's a great question. What do Too you think? much laughter on this podcast. But, oh, I don't think that's it, Christy. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> Now, now you think you think I was asking for a joke, for oh, a no. laugh, oh. for a for a thrill. I want to know what's gonna kill us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. No. You <laughs> I'm really thinking hard about this. What's gonna happen? God, who knows? I think it's. I think I know. We were just talking about this. Uh, true story. Christy and I ran into each other 
very, very, very randomly at this like little deli grocery store around. Think, yeah, in this around area. the corner. It wasn't like that random because we were both going to be here. I know, but like, <laughs> right, what, are it odds, yeah. what are the odds? What are the odds? Like an hour beforehand, we yeah. Yeah, anyway. we were both early. And we sat and had a bite. We both had. We both arrived at the same conclusion that um, social media is in shambles right now. Just the the whole concept of it, we're really questioning right now as a society. It's like what the use is, and because it's caused so much damage, but. So we hate Facebook. We hate Facebook. You and you and me at least. I mean, are we getting real right now? We're getting. Let's get real. Yeah, let's this get is what this real. Come is on. About. We've been so fake this whole time. I've been fake as fuck this entire time. I mean, there's. We can we can bounce back and forth between this the real and the fake. This isn't even how I really talk. No, come on. <laughs> Everyone's gonna see the real me right now. Okay, okay. So let's let's put a pin in this. Um, social media is bad. We just need to talk about Christie's voice. Oh my yeah, Christie's okay. Voice. So what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. My little best. sister sounds a lot like me, and it's really funny because... How old is she? She's, I say she's little like she's really little. She's not. She's like 28. Little. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I did get my tonsils out, though, <gasps> as an adult. Okay. A couple years ago, and I remember being like, oh, my God, is this going to make me sound even weirder? Or maybe it like, would normalize my voice? And I like, didn't really. No change at all? I felt a change. I felt so much space in my throat. Wow. I was terrified because I want to get my tonsils out so badly because they always get oh, some Oh, I got tonsillitis up. all the time. Yep. And with, mine were like golf balls that would yeah. like touch each other. Yes. So so it's it's weird. It's like I didn't even know that a mouth is supposed to feel so open. You feel like, wow, do you feel that's like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's really deep. Do you feel empty now that there's a part of you out there in the world that you can't touch anymore? Honestly, no, because I feel like this is the real me. Those tonsils <gasps> held me back. Oh, my God. So I really encourage, I think you should do it. Was it was like an exorcism. Yeah. I mean, I should do it's it. It's rule number 88 of culture. culture. A part of your body, body might, might be, be holding, holding you back. <laughs> and if it is, chop, chop. Chop, chop. Yeah, get rid of it. And it's chop, like chop, a weird pa- plastic surgery allegory that. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? This this leads into rule number four of culture, which is a tonsillectomy is like an exorcism. Exorcism. You're not saying them with <laughs> me. Today. I didn't know where the fuck you were going. <laughs> he was so was confused. <laughs> something, the, the, something in this system is is flawed now. Yeah, you bitch. Okay. It's you that flow. Okay. <laughs> it's you that flow. <laughs> um, can I ask? Um, can I ask Christy a question? Yeah. Is it going to be as deep as the last one? I mean, I'm prepared for it. It's actually going to be the question that we ask every guest. Oh yes. my god! Uh, Wait, but we never got to what we think will kill us all. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 oh. let's answer that. If we're okay, so the way the, the place I was going to with that yeah. was social media, like just the fact that um, it's so easy to organize around any stupid idea is is what will. You kill know what us. I think is going to kill us, and it, and it, I think social media is going to keep 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 moving forward, and then it's going to just become robots. Mm. And the robots are going to come, and they're going to like Terminator. Like Terminator. Oh, I believe. Oh, hundred percent. We're going to be replaced by robots. You guys should read this amazing article um, on a on a website called Wait But Why. It talks all about AI and how we are currently we're going to be on a balance beam uh, with That's AI. Crazy. Either we fall on one side, which is like we we all live forever. Like robots will, we will be the robots. We will live in the robots. We will be immortal within the robots. Or the other side of that balance beam is they they kill us. You want to know what's weird though? I'm like not scared of death. Oh, um, that's it's like it doesn't really scare me. Um, I've never been scared by it. Not that I like want to die because I'll go to heaven and meet Jesus. Yes, okay. And all my old dogs. <laughs> all your old dogs. Oh my god, how many old dogs? Two. Oh. One one that I love. The other one I didn't love. Yeah. Because it was always tried to bite me. No. Then why do you think it's in heaven? 
because I think all dogs go to heaven, bitch. Rule number 37 <laughs> of culture. culture. All, culture. all dogs, dogs go to heaven. <laughs> I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Okay, so Christy's answer, Matt, then, is social media and robots. not and tangentially robots. Okay, I have a different Yeah, what answer. do you think? Yeah. I think something crazy I left feel like an asteroid. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to deep impact this shit. Space is so crazy that that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool thought, Christy. But, like, space is honestly space so, is so crazy. Space is so crazy that <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> That's I'm actually so rule number 99 of culture. culture. Space, Space is, is so, so crazy that that's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> I I think you're both right. I think there there, there is some <laughs> grand extinction event that is um, like inevitable. The, yeah. And you know who's going to tell us about it? Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Wait, do you not like Anderson Cooper? That's... No, I don't. Why? I don't love Anderson anymore because I feel that he threw Kathy Griffin under the that's bus. That's true. That's true. I think he kind of did as well. I think I that, and, that. And I think there that he's definitely certainly in a position where he didn't have to do that. Right. And I think he did. And I, I, I think it's really unfortunate. Uh, and I think it's sad. If he I think you to... should always have your friends back. You should. If he came out with like an apology, would you forgive him? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. people make mistakes. I think he's under a lot of pressure. Right. I also don't think he cares. No. I think I, I I don't even know how close they actually were. It certainly seemed like they were friends. Right. Um, I have this image in my mind because I think they create this of like fucking Kelly Ripa, Anderson Cooper, and Andy Cohen, and Kathy Griffin, and all the cool like gay and gay adjacent celebrities who are yeah. very wealthy all hanging out on a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know that that's true. Yeah. I'll Andy Cohen and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I mean, sure. I know that they're also <laughs> friends. So I would, I would, um, I would stand up. For, uh, I would stand up for you guys, or I would um, support you, so you guys if you guys there's came out. Literally, no question in my <sighs> mind. I'm done. I'm half joking too. I'm saying like, there's no need to say this, but that <laughs> I would support you. But Thank if, you so much. If uh-huh. I was if I was holding Trump's bloody head, can yeah. you imagine if you said? For the record, <laughs> I think what Matt's had done is disgusting. When no is that one really terrible. what he said about Kathy? Yeah, Ugh. deplorable. Wow. I forget. Honestly, don't quote me on the word, but you can look it up. What he sure, said. Sure, sure. He, he said like, for the record, I think what Kathy Griffin did was, and then he described it in some like you know media ready way to say it was disowning her. Mm. Jeez, as if she didn't like deal with enough and then I read an article where she was quoted as saying that he never even personally reached out to her until months and months later that's awful I thought because I thought at the time oh he must be saying this because he has to say this he's definitely reached out to her and said hey I'm gonna like have to publicly condemn you but you know I have your back which I think would have made a big difference Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he didn't do that says she but, like, I mean, I think it's important, though, to know if they were really good friends in real life or if they weren't. I mean, we, like, how close were they in real life? I don't know. I mean, I know he was a big champion of her getting and keeping that job yeah. of the of the ball dropping, you know, the oh, New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it always just, I don't know. I, yeah, either way. It's, it's a little, it's a little fish. It's hard. I'm sure, I'm sure Anderson was caught between a rock and a hard place and sure. really had to, like, you know, for his job. Who knows what they were hanging over his head? Yeah, but here's the thing, Christy. He's a Vanderbilt, and he's going to be fine. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, he's going to be fine. That's true. <laughs> you know, Kathy Griffin wasn't making a break in Anderson Cooper. And That's also, true. and the Trump voters would have, no. like, already hate him for being gay. Yeah, it's like he, he wasn't losing anybody. Right. Um, but unfortunately, I think he did. <laughs> Ooh, this one. <laughs> I mean, I and love Anderson. One. I I, I, I was going to get a dog and name it Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Really? 
I was okay. Not only because I w- not only because it's hilarious, but also because <laughs> I liked Anderson Cooper. I really liked him too. He um, Sam Taggart and I went dancing one night at Eastern Block. Now club coming. Um. Uh. But uh. One, yeah. One night he and Andy Cohen came. Uh, and Sam, this was like Sam's first month in New York, which is oh so funny. God. But he was like freaking out, was so starstruck. And we were like, uh, and Mike Spence was there. And me and Mike were like, um, my straight roommate, Mike Spence. And we were both like, like Sam, like calm down, like be cool. He was like, I'm going to go over there and say hi to him. And we were like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, although I, at one point, like later on in the night, got super drunk. And on my way to the bathroom, like Andy Cohen was just like being like a little, I mean, and he's, this is his right to be this way, but he was being a little, little skeezy. I like, live for hearing the dirt on celebs, like behind the and curtain. Not even dirt. Like, you know, he's allowed to do this. He's a single, or, or even if he's not, like he's allowed to do this. Right. But I just, but then I decided to try my luck and I didn't like go out oh. to him or anything, but like, I like put my hand on his arm Shut as I was walking up. to the bathroom in the opposite direction and just like. Sort of like stroked it away, like stroked Is that your it move? as I walked away. A well, casual stroke, a walk by stroke. It was a walk by stroke. I did, I did this, Christy. I did this, and then like I just got wet, and, and then, he went. Excuse me, what the fuck was <laughs> that? No, no, no. And like at this, like who knows? Who knows how like three sheets to the wind he was? But then like we like clasped hands as Shut. I walked away. Obviously, he was bathroom. into that walk by swoop. Well, he didn't. He didn't see me. Like, like if he had turned around and seen my face, he'd, he'd have been like, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. <laughs> but um, it was We don't know that he's like that. I know, I'm, but I'm saying like, endemic in the white gay community. Um, Christy. I, think, I actually think Andy Cohen is very hot. Very handsome. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm really And he him. seems like a really nice guy. Seems like a really, really nice, decent guy. And I don't even mean to be like, I actually think. Like, Andy Cohen is <laughs> no, a good-looking yeah, guy. How, how subversive of you. Now, um... <laughs> Uh, no, everyone, everyone who's like worked at Bravo, like Nicole Conlon, former guest of the show, uh, was an intern there, like back in college, like oh nine, and like had nothing but good things to say about. He just seemed That's like a nice, nice guy. I think yeah. he's great. I think he's so great. I just, I, I, I'm disappointed that Anderson didn't have Kathy Griffin's back yeah. because I just couldn't find a place where, I couldn't find a place where I would put myself in that position, and not have my friends back, like. Especially right. like you know who Kathy Griffin is. Yeah. Like I guess I agree. That's a good reason to not like him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It um, really is. It is, it is, it is. Now, Christy, we're gonna ask you what we ask all of our guests. Oh my God. Finally, which is Christy, what yeah. is the culture that made you say culture is for me? <laughs> now this this means um movies, books, T V Cinema, na- the small screen. Um, <laughs> Sonic reli- religion, maybe like you, whatever you want. Can you to just be. repeat the question one more time, and I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> what is and and Matt, feel, feel free to chime in and like rephrase the question in a little no, bit, in, like a fucked up no, way. No, What is the culture that made you say culture is for you? What is the culture that made you want to step in a cultural direction? Imagine you are the baby dinosaur in Jurassic Park coming out of the egg. Not the mama. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. You're no, not no, the no. mother oh. because she's far too jaded. Oh, you know, she's already made her cultural okay. decision. Actually, I I have an answer, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like it's 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 might have been an answer that has been given on the podcast already. But my reason is my own. Um, <laughs> so, uh, boy bands, <gasps> yes, and it started for me with New Kids on the Block oh. because I have an older sibling, and that I got I went on the local news channel mm-hmm. in my hometown 
and I wrote Joey McIntyre a love letter, and I got to read it to him. Oh. It was on the news. Oh, my God. And then he gave me a hug after I met all of them. Oh. I went to their concerts, and then growing up, I was just huge into the boy bands, mainly in sync. Oh, my God. But right, that was like... But you were a whole generation ahead of a lot of... Because I feel like I missed that window. Oh, I was into New Kids on the fucking block. So you you got in on the ground fucking floor with boy bands. Exactly. Like, and and when one. Backstreet Boys came and when NSYNC came and 98 Degrees and LFO and O-Town oh. and Five and like all of them. I mean, I compared them. I know their names. I know their facts. I know their origins. Yes. Like that for me, something about... A, of grown that reads a hundred percent. Really? Ah! Was that also your type? Like yeah. the kind of boy band type? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like the musical, the guy who did musical theater who was quote unquote like a, the straight guy with like yeah. the puka shell necklace, but was like cool. But it was still <laughs> but was ultimately still straight. Ultimately still straight. Right, yeah. That like, was that was my type. There was that guy in my high school who like we ju- we had to pull him in from lacrosse. <laughs> And but he was such a good singer, so 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 attractive, and was you know still is straight, but it was just like a dang, like yeah. they've got that one. But no, that is a great answer because that just covers a whole swath of and culture. You know what? It's like it's the showmanship because these boys could sing, mm-hmm. and they would like their choreography. Like also, it was like a sexual awakening. For yes, me. like the first feelings I had of like being horny with these <laughs> shirtless men like gyrating yes and 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 the words they were saying and it was the f- those were formative years for me i'm telling you do you remember justin timberlake in the tearing at my heart video in yes. the white wife beater mm-hmm. like on his knees on top yeah, of that yeah, bed yeah. in oh that like God. dark black and white like room. it was yesterday that, but the thing about it is what was he 17 16 17 oh, yeah. years old 17 he was fully I mean, he was in a on a bed in a wife beater. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the implication fully masculinized. Yeah, the implication was you're gonna fuck this boy. Yes, everyone watching. And, but like, he was this fully. It was like Britney like did not have that awkward phase. Like she was a sexual being as soon as you saw her. They all were. It, people yeah. think that like Christina Aguilera's like sexual moment was dirty. was dirty, but no, she the was singing. You gotta rub me the right way. So I know. Laying on her belly. Flipping her little, um, yeah. you know, for lack of a better word, yeah. vagina. <laughs> Flipping her little vagina. Flipping her little puss puss. Yeah. There is. Flipping it to and fro. <laughs> I have a question for you. <laughs> to and fro. Rule number 300 something something of culture. You gotta. You gotta flip, flip that puss puss to and fro. In fact, that might be a new hit song. You gotta flip that puss puss to and fro. You gotta flip it to and fro. You gotta flip that puss puss to and fro. You gotta flip it. To uh, and fro. Uh. This is to the tune of. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like you oh didn't make up that song. <laughs> no, I very clearly <laughs> didn't. It's um hip hop, a hip, a hip to the hip hip hop, and you don't yeah, stop. Yeah. Hip to the bang bang. Will loves that song. Hot engineer Will loves it. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. 
Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I was the illusion shattered for you though when like all when you learned about like how awful of a person Lou Pearlman was? Oh my god. No. No. <laughs> you want to know why I'm the worst when it comes to that? Michael Jackson is I I idolize him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the I remember watching his trial on TV and just turning the other cheek. Yeah. I was like, That's "Oh, he sleeps so with little boys." I still love Remember the Time music video. That's so interesting. I mean, I'm you know, I'm not proud of this, but I'm going to admit it because it's my no, truth. Say it, like, say it. I, 
I do that not as much anymore. You know what the breaking point was for me? Chris Brown. Oh, sure. At first, when the Chris Brown Rihanna thing happened, I would like close my eyes and pretend he was Usher because ah. I liked his music. Oh, <laughs> Everyone loves with you, with you, with you, with you. I listen, I listen it's to like, it now I and I'm so sad. That music. But Chris, yeah. that was sort of a, a, that for him, he was the guy for me who made me look at real life and be like, you know. Well, well, I can't support. You know, it's like like a, these are flawed people. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so like, like you know, well, now with like Woody Allen or yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't like their films. But, but you know what? Learning about Lou Pearlman didn't shock me as much as because like, you know what? They, these were little boys, it as Matt fits. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. who were being clearly they were sexualized and yeah. blah blah blah. Like you knew it was a little fuck. If anything, you know? it explains how successful <laughs> it was. Yeah, no, truly. So it didn't feel like as big of a shock to me. Totally. Speaking of Chris Brown, I just want to say, um, I am so. Have you guys seen this documentary that's on Netflix about him? No, no. I hear, but I I'm really into. Documentaries. I hear it might it might be good. <laughs> anyway, I just I just want to put that on everyone. Right, on Is it focused radar. on him? I think so. I might be misspeaking, but um, I I just know that it exists. Oh, I'll watch it. I think and also, I mean, I don't want to get, this is like my biggest fear is that with this podcast, I'm going to want to talk about too many things, but no. did you watch the Demi? I know Matt watched it. Oh, we, yeah. well, I watched it. Did you it. talk about it already? We have not no, we have not it. talked about it. We should absolutely talk about it. it. You did watch it? Oh, and I have. I mean, I loved it. I fucking loved it, and I see her at a whole new night light, and I've been a fan from day one, and I'm more so a fan now. Great. I love Demi, and I, I, I did love the documentary. Of course, there was it was very funny to me like that every 15 minutes there was like a photo shoot. Um, <laughs> that was, those were fun. Those were the, but, my favorite I mean, parts. she looked absolutely incredible, but the thing is like, you hate doing this. You hate comparing it to something else. But, like, I know what you're going to With five foot two. So um, – what I liked about the Demi Lovato documentary is I thought it revealed real truths about, like, the dishonesty that comes along with addiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was something that I feel like, like, you just assumed Demi Lovato had all these problems, got better when she sang the song Skyscraper, and there was no looking back. <laughs> Meanwhile, there was, like, you know, confirmed... Um, in the documentary was that like even when she was releasing another documentary like four years yeah. ago about how she was like rehabilitated she was doing coke and like yeah. all fucked up super fucked up um, post you know rehabilitated image yeah. like singing at American Idol like yeah oh God, she was that hung was, over that was like, wild and really? she's saying she's clean at this time and yeah, you, yeah, she's yeah. revealing that she lied but she's still and I thought this was refreshing she's still dealing with bulimia She's, yeah. I think she's still dealing with bot. She's that's not that chapter isn't closed. I mean, like I don't think any of these books or chapters are closed. No, um, they never are. They never are, and that's that's a realistic sort of and presentation. And really, like you know, I feel I always understand, especially with the Disney the, the Disney girls mm-hmm. or the Nickelodeon girls, like they're a, they come into the spotlight a role model, yeah. and that's a lot of pressure for these girls. And I really. Like seeing Demi's story, you know, she started doing Barney and the and then shot to fame doing mm-hmm. the Disney stuff, but but to see her story and to have her be so honest with it now, I understand why her fans are so ride or die because yeah, yeah, yeah. she's real. I feel like she's very authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and an amazing vocalist. I yes. I thought it was good. Sudi and I watched it together <laughs> and just in the in the very just in the very beginning, I just and I'm not saying this like I'm like I, I like I'm very astute to observe this, but I feel like the artifice of the of the documentary of it being like overly produced like was just I I don't know I don't know how to feel about it I, I either admire it so much for being so like 
blatantly like, oh, this is like, this was a fed line. Yeah. Where like, even in the beginning where she was like, I'm nervous to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that part because was the a last extra. time I had talked to someone this long on camera, I was on cocaine. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just like okay, like you, you're just repeating this. That, that that's 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 how I felt. Matt's giving me a look. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, sure, but you could literally say that about us. You I'll, know what you know what I definitely, mean? Definitely. Like, like yeah. at a certain point, yeah. you just have to. Like, if we're going to sit down and watch this, either accept it for the message that it's giving, which is, uh, I think, a pretty honest message one. Message is great. About, you know, what it, what it's about, like her her many, many issues. Or kind of say, okay, well, just remember, this is still a product. This is still a product. This is still a product. I'm still being sold something. But you could literally do that to yourself for a long time where I think you need to find a balance. That's, I think, yeah. sometimes why it's dangerous to watch things with Sudi. <laughs> because she is always going to see right through Which, to... But but, yeah. but it's great, though. And, like, you... No, even... it is totally great. And I, I'm so thankful for that eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I no, but I mean, I just watched this and I picked up on it at certain parts that Sudi didn't even. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like... It's fine. Like, we get that this is a documentary and that certain moments have to be, like, staged in a way right. to feel powerful. But also, like, just, like, go there. Anyway. And that's why I, that's why I liked the photo shoots because it's blatantly, like, of course this was a set. Yeah. Like, this was set up. And you know what? I would prefer the overproduction versus, you know, a couple of scenes in Gaga's where she's topless by the pool Thank and they're you. sitting the sh- yeah. in the shit. Thank you. Where it's, like, a little boring. I'm like, all right. With I prefer that. that. <laughs> Because Demi's was transparently produced, yes. whereas Gaga's was like, you cut back to her and her fucking tits are out. And no, she's this, like, the best, exactly. the best, you know what I mean? The best part of Gaga, of the Gaga documentary, was like, was so, so produced, was where she's like fucking at, um, <laughs> she, she's at some studio and she's talking to the phone with Sonia, her friend who has cancer. And she's oh, like, God. What? The doctor said what? <laughs> you still so, have cancer? And so the cancer is is definitely back is what you're saying. <laughs> like repeat, yeah. Just repeating it back. Just so expository. No. I do want to say R.I.P. Sonia. She did pass away. And she was, oh, yeah. R.I.P. And Sonia. she was a lovely person and, and Gaga cared about her very yeah. much. And, she was and the, I love Gaga. And Grisha, yeah. Grisha Girls was the song yeah. inspired by Sonia. And so, seriously, Aww. like, and that's why I almost don't even like to compare no, them. I, I, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yes, but of course you compare them because they're very similar and like we're here and to mine the current, comedy out of these things and yeah. yes there were many parts of Gaga's documentary where it's like it's almost more shitty to me because it's presenting itself as unproduced and more raw Agreed. whereas like but this, I live for the fact that Demi Lovato basically <laughs> blocks her eyebrows out <laughs> To go boxing, honey. But this is the thing. This hundred percent. Uh, that was so funny. This this applies 100%. to this applies to both documentaries, though. Is that I, you know, the parts that are authentic are so much more powerful. Powerful, like when Gaga's giving notes at the her Super Bowl rehearsal, where she's like, "Yeah, I have to be here." Like that was a real moment oh, where yeah, she's I like taking everyone to task, right. and it was amazing. And for Demi, like several parts in Demi's documentary where she does that. But then you know, um, I just thought it, I loved the studio sessions where she was like. And Sudi and I just couldn't stop quoting this, <laughs> where she's just like talking back and forth with the producers, and then at one point she just goes, just completely like Wait, I'm an- dying. anodyne, like like straight toned, like I just want to make sure my vibrato is consistent, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, which is like not something you say, not so- <laughs> you say at all. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it was a, that was an amazing moment. <laughs> I, I, I love that they go over to like. 
the recording yeah, on the computer and they see, see look look how consistent look the, the vibrato is <laughs> like bitch we know she can sing like we understand uh, it was great i can do great. a consistent vibrato too <laughs> that would show up on there as a demi lovato Perfect. consistent how, how did you know well what does the what does the waveform look like oh wow pretty consistent it's pretty consistent <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, you're. Yeah, I mean, I, but I love that moment. And you know what? That, no, yes. you're right. You're right. I agree with you. I'm, the, I'm on the same page. I liked the Demi documentary better because, by virtue of it being overproduced, for yeah. moments such as those. Yeah, because it's like, what are you gonna do? Like lie about? Like tr- at the end of the day, like you want eyes on this yeah. to sell things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess like I think there is more prestige in the fact that like Lady Gaga's was released to Netflix and I think maybe a little bit more artistically done than Demi Lovato's which is on YouTube and like (laughs) YouTube original absolutely like (laughs) you know at some point we definitely all subliminally thought like you know what I want right now (laughs) Pepsi you know, I really want Pepsi right now. I'm really in the <laughs> so hankering weird. for it. I'm really in the mood. <laughs> um, oh my god! Wait, I don't know if this is this sort of relates to your your boy band obsession. Where, uh, you, how, what are your feelings on Josie and the Pussycats, the movie? Yeah, do you ever love? And speaking of subliminal messaging, like can I if, be honest? You, never you saw haven't it? seen it. You have to see it. You have I've, to. I don't think I. I think I've seen pieces because my sister was watching. Sure, it. sure. I remember pieces of it. I've never seen the movie in its entirety, but I am That's watching fine. Riverdale. Okay, <laughs> and they are they are characters in Riverdale, and I'm loving the pussycats in Riverdale, nice. except for that one tired one who's just oh. so tired all the time. She needs to go take a nap. Is there one where her thing is that she's tired? No, but her, did you see her face? She looks. So so fucking tired. No, I haven't seen her. I'm not trying to roast her. her. She just looks very tired. I watched like the first six episodes of the first season, and honestly, like, I really loved it. I thought it like oh, stylistically it was it. great, but then something about it, I just didn't keep watching it. I think maybe because I thought like uh, I got it. Oh well, I'm watching it for Luke Perry as a hot dilf. I get that. Oh, he's Luke Perry's in it. Luke, Luke Perry, Perry plays the dad. Yeah, Archie's dad. That's him? Archie's dad, and he's That's hot as fuck, and he's. I just he, haven't seen him in so long that I that did not register oh, me who that actor was. In also, what's um, Veronica's mother? Her name is Marisol Nichols. She's also gorgeous. Gorgeous. Veronica, the actress who plays Veronica. Guess who her teacher and at playwrights was? Who? Andrew Farmer. Really? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that Our wild? friend. I, I googled and saw that she went to Tish. Yeah. Our friend. That means, oh my god, a really good friend taught her at an acting. Are you for real? So she tweeted funny. something because, like, because hi Andrew and uh, Andrew's doing this really cool, like, um, or maybe he will have just finished this like cool like series on uh, about subway scary stories. Ooh, um, scary. And then she like tweeted, uh, she was like, "Hi, my old one of my one of the best drama teachers I ever had at NYU oh is doing god. this cool project. Check him out." So she's like an Andrew Farmer stan. She's but she's really good. She's really, she's good, really good. and I love them. Stunning. Yeah. Can I admit I've only seen the first two episodes, but I like li- I liked it. Oh, I like it. You a get lot. it. I get it. Yeah, you've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I really like it. Though. But I had such nostalgia when I was watching it for the OC, for you know all these oh, shows yeah. that I would watch as a teen, and like I'm like, oh, I'm glad like there's one for this new generation. But like, I want that, but scaled up to my age. But I don't think that and ever you know, that it's exists. It's a weird realization, like watching it this time around, because I too like I loved those. Yeah, yeah. And it does make me feel nostalgic. The thing this time around that's tripping me out is that I'm really into the parents' storyline, oh. which I feel like isn't a sign that I'm getting older. No, I was always into... Because I'm like, oh, the dads. Like, I was never into Sandy Cohen I was shit. into Julie Cooper. Ju- no, <laughs> Julie Cooper. <laughs> Julie Kiki. Cooper. Julie Cooper, early gay icon. Yeah. Also, she really is an early gay icon. Yeah. Also, what 
what was Kirsten um, Kirsten Cohen's uh, oh alcoholism? Yeah, was a huge, huge. No, the, story I loved later. the parents even as a even as a young child. Wait, Kirsten Cooper? Oh, that's Kitty, right? No, Kiki. Who's the redhead? Julie, Julie Cooper. Cooper. Oh, that was Julie Cooper. Marissa's Who's mom. Kirsten. Oh, Seth's mom. Seth's, Seth's mom. mom had alcoholism. Yeah. Later I'm in like the season. I'm not remembering this. It was really season bad. two, season oh, three. Oh, I yeah. think I'm remember. I do love Sandy Cohen though. She gets dad. in like a horrible car accident because she's drunk at one I point. I remember. Oh, yeah. Remember Tate Donovan? Oh. Yeah, another hot. Oh, I love Tate Donovan. Yeah, voiced Hercules, and I like as a young child watching Hercules, I was like, whoever's voicing he him. Voiced Hercules. Yeah. Zero to Did hero. he sing Go the Distance? He that was Roger Bart. Roger um, Bart. Broadway legend Roger Bart. Every single quote unquote straight boy yeah, had sang that song for their yeah, audition. Yes, quote unquote straight Can I tell you, we I went, they used to have an American Idol attraction at Disney World <laughs> where you could sing, you could go up and sing to in front of where people. You could go up and be a contestant, and oh the God. kid who won sang Go the Distance. And <laughs> afterwards, they like did this thing where they like brought him to the back and they were having him pose, and people had to like pretend to be fans <laughs> and oh I I pushed my sister so hard to go up there I was like I was like oh let's walk this way <laughs> and I'm like pushed her up there and she was like what are you doing and uh, this like Hollywood director quote unquote in the parks that was like alright our extras come on we're doing this now when he when he Shut. raises his arms to give muscles you guys are gonna be fans my sister was mortified she does not do this kind of thing oh my god so, but, she, but it was like too late it was like A she doesn't do this kind of thing B she's also not the kind of person to like break authority so yeah. the fact that she was up there she was gonna do it oh my god and watching her like pretend to like fan herself like That's was very fun for me <laughs> i competed in the warwick mall idol <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what did you sing tell us oh it's brutal i sing a musical theater song <gasps> okay and i sing all that jazz <laughs> yes fuck me it was so stupid and i auditioned for american idol season two with clay aiken and ruben Stoddard. did reality. you get anywhere i made it past one cut of judges to go sing for other people but Before i didn't simon but paul I and randy <laughs> Never saw those judges. Oh uh, it's hard, but I though. sang for that. I sang Christina Aguilera's "I Turn to You" and started with "When I'm Lost." <laughs> like oh my, my stupid God. voice, it was like too no much. No one understands that that is the song. Oh, that song. I turn to you. Yeah. <laughs> Rule number three hundred something something of culture. <laughs> we can't have to you something something. <laughs> Get specific with your numbers, Christine. You know what? we're gonna three hundred eighty four. Three hundred eighty four of culture. Christina Aguilera. The, the song, song is I, I turn, turn to you. you. Now we're gonna take a quick break to listen to that song in its entirety. <laughs> And when we get back, we're going to have so much more from Christy Cello. But I think now we should go to a word from ourselves about our upcoming show at New York Comedy Festival. So here's ourselves. Ooh, Matt, I think I sense a chill in the air. Yes, well, if you thought that chill was the fall, the autumn... I have to say it's not. Oh, it's a chill between you and I. Oh, that's because we are going head to head, people at Culture. It's our show for New York Comedy Festival, and it's an I don't think so, honey, death match. Team Matt and Team Bowen are going to have their own teams of ten comedians facing off head to head in many rounds, honey, for the title of the ultimate culturista. Yes, there will be a $100 cash prize. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some things you could do with $100, Bowen? Oh, I think you could pay for um, a Spirit Airlines ticket to Tacoma. I think that that's a pretty reasonable thing that's you like, could that's pay. That's like a standard fare. I was going to say uh, a Con Ed bill. 
Oh, yeah. I think someone, whoever wins Coach War, will be paying their Con Ed bill. And they'll also be bringing glory and victory to either Team Matt or Team Bowen. You will find out which team wins on November 7th at 8.30 p.m. This is for New York Comedy Festival, people. And tickets are on sale now. We're doing it at Villain in Brooklyn. We're very excited. November 7th, 8.30. It's a Tuesday. New York Comedy Festival, Brooklyn. Villain is the space. And you know what? November 7th, 2017 is election day. And I would say that this election is more important than anything else that's happening in the country. Yes, I agree. Now, if you can't make Mm. November 7th, if that's not something you can make work, then you can come to the beautiful, more positive, more cathartic Far experience. Far more jovial night. Uh, the proven quantity of our I Don't Think So Honey live show, this time at the Bell House. We're so excited to be performing there. Um, we're going to have 50 brand new comedians doing their I Don't Think So Honeys as we record them, as we uh, introduce their uh, stunningly, stunningly incisive attacks to the world. And yes. uh, it's going to be so fun. So fun. Got some amazing comics lined up for it. We'll be announcing that very soon. And it's at the Brooklyn Podcast Festival. On Brooklyn no- Podcast Festival. On November 18th at 10 p.m., honey. Yes, at the Bell House. Very excited about that. So, again, that's November 7th, Coach War, and I Don't Think So Honey Deathmatch as part of New York Comedy Festival. And November 18th, I Don't Think So Honey Live at 10 o'clock at the Bell House as part of the Brooklyn Podcast Festival. So there you go, people. Two options, and uh, we'll find out who can really serve Kulch. It's getting colder. In here. And we're back with Christy Cello. We are. Um, Hi, everyone. We just listened to I Turn to You in its entirety, and you know what? It holds up. I came. Mm, yeah, Christy came. You're so, you, Christy's brand is horny. Yeah. Oh. And that actually really rings true in your upcoming show. Thank you so much. It's Christy Bitch, <laughs> which is going to be at Ars Nova on November 4th. Uh. I'm really excited, the and I'm so title. thrilled that that you're a part of it, Matt. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. It's directed by um, John Trowbridge. Hi, John. <laughs> now Who we want to say hello to him. Hi, John. Hi, John. How are you? And check out, well, his Instagram page is one for the ages. You should check out his Instagram. <laughs> he bears a little skin. Bears a little skin. I'm into it. I really adore him. And another, another hottie in the show is Evan Williams. Oh, my God. Yeah. He plays... I can say he plays um, the role of my fantasy man yeah, in the show. And he's something, too. He's a phenomenal stand-up. Very funny. Um, and I, we also got close doing roasts, but he's an incredible actor. Oh, and really? Do, oh, my God. It's like what he wants to do. And he can do impressions, and he's incredibly versatile. And, um, and yeah, he's, he's, a, he's an amazing actor. Oh. So there's going to be a lot of reasons to come to this. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Why did you want to do it? Like, talk a, bit, a little about the show, because I want people, I want butts in seats. <laughs> oh. It's really fun. It's it's the debut of my one woman show. I've always wanted to do it, um, and I really love stand up, which is what I normally do. But I wanted an opportunity to do a little bit more than just stand up. So it sort of combines stand up and a little storytelling. There might be a little song and dance in there. There's oh. some acting. Um, it's a whole. It, it really follows my life as a horny and holy <laughs> girl. Horny and holy. Holy and horny. And we don't just mean holes as in the holes we all have. Um, 
You're a religious lady. I am. Yeah, I am. I just need to. I need to pull up something that Christy posted today on Facebook that really, like, really affected me because it's just so funny and so true to her and who she is. Okay, and she even put the background on this. You know, those big backgrounds with the big letters. Yeah. She goes, "Is it hard for me to be holy and horny?" Uh, IDK. Is it hard for the sun to shine? Sick of these tired ass questions. <laughs> But so I shouldn't be laughing know. that hard at my own joke. It's so but funny. But you saying it's so funny. Sick of these you know, tired-ass questions. I really, I'm trying to talk more about how I'm Catholic, but do it in a way that is a little, I try for it to be a little refreshing, very positive, and like not... You know, when you when you bring up Jesus, there is, you know, you alienate people you, and yeah. you can anger people and, and it's personal and it's a strange thing to bring about. But I, I tr- I'm trying to do it in this way where, like, I'm a very horny girl. I love <laughs> sex. I sin all the time. And my Jesus fucking loves, loves it. Loves it. And I've the only t- all the times I've heard you talk about religion um, have always been so personal, so beautiful, so moving, Aww. so refreshing. So I don't, I don't think you should I really fear that. You that. I had friends that were. I wasn't at the show, but I had a lot of friends that were at uh, friend of the show and competitor in culture war, uh, oh. Elise Morales, oh, host a show her. called. So do we. Host a show called The Roast of a 15-Year-Old Self. And there's an upcoming Roast of a 15-Year-Old Self. I'm, I, look, look it at up. At the New York Comedy Festival. At the I New don't want to interrupt Festival. you. One of my favorite shows I've, I've, so I think fun. I've ever I, done. I've done it as well. Have I've, you done it? I've done it. It's a yeah, phenomenal show. It was so fun. So fun. And it, it's really, really good. Um, but I had several people come to me and tell me how amazing yours was. <sighs> Um, and really? also, you did a really good um, You Are Heard. Remember the show You Are Heard? That's when I heard you talk oh, about yeah. religion. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, God. and uh, so that was, I, I had a lot of people come back to me, and they were like, I was really moved by this, because oh. I, a lot of people, you talk about being religious, and yeah. it, they immediately shut down. Yeah. Um, but you were able to speak about it in a way that made it very real, and it was very genuine, and like, I don't know what it is. I think we all kind of associate it with our childhoods and maybe an oppression or like you assume someone else is oppressed. You never assume someone's empowered by that. I completely understand. And I think that's important too is like I understand the people who get angry at religion and don't like it and and why people are atheists. Like I understand that. But, you know, it, it really is like I, according to most Catholics, I'm not a Catholic. Ugh. Because I don't, you know, adhere to all the whatever's in the Bible, but I very much pick and choose what I do for myself, and I have my own religion, but, like, I very much have, like, a strong relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very important to me. I love that. And we had Blair on a couple episodes ago, and she just talked about how she's starting to, like, turn to, like, God as this concept, not under an organized religion per se, but, like, just as, like, just as like a, a good force in her life. We've really talked, Blair and I have talked a lot about that. And you came up and we were just like, have you and Christy talked about this? And I, and she was like, we have, but Blair is like not necessarily operating under this like, you know, or, organized sort of structure around religion, yeah. but you are. And I feel like, like what, what do you like about like just having the, um, I'll say institution, but not in a bad way. The institution yeah. of Catholicism just to like organize your, 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 your faith behind. Does that make sense? Like, what do you like about, having Catholicism be the system that's already in place. Ooh. 
Well, I think Jesus. Yeah, okay. Like, like that being it's, the center it's of Jesus, it. Yeah. It's literally Jesus. But also, I do go to church every Sunday, and I sing in the choir at my church. Yes. And I, like, love... For me, I think it's like my equivalent to like how people would practice yoga or meditation. Yeah, like I uh-huh. turn off my phone and I just think and I and I kind of meditate on my thoughts and like, you know, there is like a stigma with religion and I get why when, you know, priests were molesting boys and sure. there's been, you know, it can it's parts of it are corrupt right, and I right, get that, right. but like, you know, I belong to a really amazing church and like the pastor is so this guy, Pastor Kevin, and he's so funny. Like, he's Kevin. watched my comedy online, oh. and, like, and he'll always, like, kind of roll his eyes and be like, Christy, and I What's always make these like? jokes with him. Oh. Like, like, literally one time I made a joke with Pastor Kevin, and he was, like, this Irish, uh, New York, like, older, chubby guy. He's really great. And uh-huh. I was like, I was like, I said to him, <laughs> I go, will Jesus be mad? Or, or like, is Jesus going to be mad if I'm gay? Or uh-huh. I'm not gay, but I said, would Jesus yeah. be mad if I was gay? And then he said, no, Christy. And I said, hell yeah, this weekend's going to be lit. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, Christy. And he laughs and rolls his eyes. And it's like, you know, this like knowing we have a great relationship and you have to, you know, it's a personal thing. But yeah, I love that. It's personal to everyone. No, you didn't. It's personal to everyone. And I love thinking about it as this place where you can go and have a joyous, (laughs) contemplative, um, Singular experience yeah. that is, and really thank you nice. for talking to us about about oh, that. Of course, because you're we know really it, we, sweet. because we know it's personal. We know that you have the right to be selective about when to talk about this. Was yeah. was there a reason why you found it, or like that's yeah. a good question? Like I was, I was brought up Catholic, mm-hmm. and it gave me a lot of anxiety, and mm-hmm. it gave me some of my OCD habits that I have because uh-huh. I was so afraid of going to hell and burning yeah. with right, the devil. Right. Yeah. Um, so that gave me a lot of Catholic guilt, and there were things I didn't like about it, but in the city, I sort of rediscovered it. I had this crazy like experience where I had this cancer on my back. I had melanoma, and I had to get this tumor uh, they found it really late, and oh, so man, I had wow. I was set up to like start this radiation for this Ugh. cancer that I had, and they got it all out in surgery, and all the doctors were very much like, "Oh my God, you have someone looking out for you! Like you're so lucky." Had I waited another couple weeks, I would have had to get treatment. <gasps> oh my God! And it's like I'm not this like survivor. I didn't beat cancer, but I got so lucky that I really believe that people are like looking out for me, and I believe that like I, all the time. I believe in like angels, and I believe in like the power of prayer and like I believe in it. Yeah. So that really oh. changed like my life. It just I really genuinely believe that it just matters what you decide to call it. Yeah. You know, because yes. you know, there's people in my life now that are like it's about positive energy and you know the universe. It, yeah, exactly. Calling it the universe yes. and uh you know investing positivity into the world and self belief and all these things and it's like you could just change the verbiage of that and call it God and you would be still living the same goddamn life. I, yeah. As I as I take the Lord's name in vain, <laughs> I do it all the time. God loves it. Uh, yeah, I think he he's loves just it. laughing. He's R O C L rolling on the cloud, laughing. Oh! <laughs> um, title oh of app: pe- pe- Rolling on the Cloud, cloud laughing. laughing. I think really fitting. And you know what? <laughs> Hot engineer Will nodded along. Nodded along. Oh, Will, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's even Oprah, who is definitely like religious, like in in a Christian sense. Like I think she's even learned to just like in order for something for sh- she wants to tell everybody about God, but knowing that she has to reach this wide audience with varied backgrounds, she yeah. refers to it as 
like this force that like guides you. It's funny, but that's what. But that's it's sort like of I what that is. I go to therapy, and my therapist, one of the first days, she asked me if I believed in God, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Okay, then I'm gonna." Then she'll use the term God. Yeah. But my girlfriend sees the same therapist, and the girlfriend doesn't believe in God, so she calls it the universe. <laughs> it's, and we're talking about the same right. stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's so like put it out. It's but it's very true. She like, she uses God with me because right. that's something I. Respond to. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, this is, this might seem like totally out of nowhere, but you talking about, um, this melanoma, I mean, wow. First of all, wow. (laughs) Second of all, um, do you and Molly ever talk about these kinds of things that like, Molly, Molly Austin, Austin friend of the, a friend of the show, Molly Austin, she, she talks every now and then about, um, this near death experience or not, you know, not a near death experience, but like a really traumatizing physical experience she had about how that reorganized almost everything in her life. Yeah, it really, yeah. D- was There was like a before and after with that. With was, the, was there like a before and after thing with that? Like what was that? What was the shift there after, after like that moment? I think that it was just like, <laughs> it sounds so cheesy, but it's just a real, I think, you know, God, but like it sounds so, it's like you, you really look at your life and you realize like you're lucky. Like I started practicing, you no, know what I practice more than anything else is gratitude. I thought you were going to say bocce. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bocce ball. You know what I practice more than anything else? Bocce. No, it's that's like I gratitude. I have like a, like I a practice journal. it all the time and mm-hmm. just to be thankful and I really felt like, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just help. It's, it's, yeah, I think it, yeah. You know, if you want to practice bocce, <laughs> you could just, when you host your show at <laughs> Union Hall. Bocce made me laugh. At Battle of the Divas, you know, Union Hall, you could just go right upstairs. They have just... a bocce court in the bar. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so if you did wow. want to practice bocce and get better at yeah. it, you should go to Union Hall. I really should. <laughs> so talk to us uh, about about your show, Battle of the Divas, with this bitch, Mateo Lane. <laughs> First of all, just to bring this back to Kathy Griffin, uh, Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper, that would be like if Mateo like disowned you, would like disowned you as a friend. Oh, I know. Which she would never. He would do. never do. Would never He's do, not but that, that kind of would, It's like the yeah. Right. That's, I adore Mateo Lane. Our show Battle of the Divas. You both have done it, so and you fun. were phenomenal. We just take two divas. But who won? <laughs> we, the, the, I guess I, I just want. I guess I just want to know who won. The amount of times Matt will bring this up is truly shocking. I, I, so just so everyone knows, like, it's, I it's, won. What does that sound like? A, a contest that someone wins and then he can't, still can't stop talking about it. Sounds like victory. Sounds like a Trumpian fucking impulse to me. We get it. So, you won. It was like our we had the, you guys bat, did Britney versus Christina, which is which. Thank you for like honoring us with that matchup because oh. that is that's a big one. That's the matchup. That's that the, is. The match. I mean, there are all, there are only a few other ones that are like as big. Yeah, Whitney and Mariah. Whitney and Mariah. Mariah. We had Instinct Backstreet Boys, which that's was phenomenal. great. Oh, so good. Was it? Was that Sharon and Evan? Sharon and Evan. That's, that's and so Evan funny. was so. So we're coming back, and I really want your your opinions on this on this matchup. Okay. We invited uh, Marie Faustin amazing okay. and Evan Williams back Whoa. to battle these divas, and I'm curious what you boys think. It's going to be Katy Perry, okay. versus Taylor Swift. I mean. Huge. There, there is no comparison here. Are you for real? I don't think there's a comparison. There's no contest. There's no contest. I think that's what, is that what you mean? Like, yeah. it's Taylor. Taylor. Like, Katie's had so many missteps. You guys were saying this, and I was convinced <laughs> you were going to say Katie Perry. No, because it doesn't matter what our opinion is. There's one who's... Objectively, a, one is like... There's one who's defeated the other. 
Yeah. Like like Taylor's want quote unquote want. Which I, which like we don't necessarily like agree with, but yeah. that is the like cold hard truth. Wow. Capital T truth. It was hard. I will say <laughs> Marie is defending Taylor. That really That's so funny that Marie of all people. Very funny. <laughs> it's gonna be it's literally Is she gonna throw like well, I don't know how she feels about Connie, but is she, does that mean she's going to throw Connie under the bus? I mean, how is she going to reconcile Kanye? Nothing's off limits. It's not about how you feel. It's about what you do to win. Oh my god! It's like you have to throw it out. You have you have to perform. Okay. Matt has an interesting tactic, and and you both did. Phenomenal. I think, and and this is why I lost. But this is this is an interesting <laughs> thing that Mateo and I noticed with Matt. He took the argument against Christina. And turned it into the argument for Christina. It was yeah. <laughs> it was Trumpian. It was it, it he, was like using what you would shit on her for as if that was empowering. But yes. spitting, spinning it, and then flipping the flipping the flipping the entire it's a room Trumpy. upside down. It's a little Trumpy. It's Trumpy. And then he so I so my yeah. I, and who won the election? My man. <laughs> no. Okay. So I so I open my opening argument was. Brittany has, you know, been through a lot. She's she's been. We've seen her through so much. What a, everyone wants to hear a sob story. She's been with us. We've been with her. Uh, we've been with her, and um, you know, I did not. But I did not slut shame Christina. And then though. I came out. Oh, and then no. I came out looking like a tramp. And okay, real quick. His definition of looking like a tramp: you wore shorts that were completely covering you. A black wife beater. A black wife beater. Boots, and you wore a bandana. <laughs> A skank. Is that a tramp? A tramp. I look like a skanky slut. So anyway, his Matt's whole argument completely covered. (laughs) Completely covered. I was being such a hoe. And oh no, that's debatable. And I mean Bowen. Yeah. And I was Matt used what Christina used. Matt used his body. He used his body. I was a (laughs) sexual. I was a sex positive, talented (laughs) bitch. And. Listen, and some of us out there in the world do not have that capital to barter on. That and I was sucks. making, I was that making, sucks. no, I was making a measured argument for Brittany. Passionate, compelling, smart. It was interesting. And then Matt poses naked in a pile of beauty babies yep. in that picture. I don't know. I, I really, and I won hands down. It really was so funny. Lost a lot it was, of faith. It was in incredible. Humanity. And but you know what? The people, the people vote on whoever. You know, like that was right after Trump was elected, right? Or no, right before? This was, this was like February, January. Oh, and you had done Beyonce. I had just so here's the thing. So you came back with the. Vengeance. I had just represented Beyonce in the Beyonce versus Lady Gaga battle, and I had <laughs> lost representing Beyonce. So I was not about to let that happen, and yeah. I saw what my failures were, and my <laughs> failures were just assuming that I was going to get by on public narrative. That's what I thought. I was like Beyonce will win. And things people already know. Things people yeah, already know. Yeah, right? and yeah. honestly. You have to play. Here's the thing about people get, go in for the underdogs. So the crowd goes to the shows to root for the underdogs. You have to play up the things that are funny and stupid about these icons because that is what makes the comedy crowd laugh. You ha- like every show we do, we just want to have you guys. No, so stop. just no, have we want to have Marie. We love no, Marie. Have Evan, Marie and love. Evan. You, you're bringing but back Evan though. Evan Evan has won his past battle, and yes. Marie has won her past. Who did Marie represent last time? Houston, and she—I mean, I tell you, she was unbelievable. Did and Marie Evan go up against her best friend Sydney? 
Actually, no, we have not had Sydney yet, and we need oh, to. Sydney would this one we're taking, we decided to take two champions yes, who yes, know yes. the show, who've no, done that's it before. Smart, that's smart, all stars. Um, also, with Sydney, we want to give her picks of divas. We we want to put, we want to do like a Janet Jackson one. That's great. So, we want Sydney to like choose their diva, which one she wants to do. We came on your podcast, May She Rest, um, and we <laughs> pitched. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We pitched to you that you should do an edition with Disney villains. Oh my God. And I talked to Mateo about and that. And what did he think? Love. Okay, then, yeah. Okay, great. I mean, Literally loved. Open offer, free offer, take it. That, Honestly, thank you. Will you guys come back? Yes. Yes. And yes. do maybe like an Ursula versus Maleficent or something? That's like exactly that. what I was thinking. <laughs> Ursula versus Maleficent. I I would root. F- I would come in hard for um, Jafar too. Oh, yeah, Jafar. but Jafar is not Jafar versus Scar. Jafar versus Scar. Okay, that and that's that's a different show. But Ursula versus Maleficent. Those those are the the icons. Ursula would win it. I, w- I, I would win want it. Ursula. You would want to represent Ursula? Yeah. Um, I would too. Dang, man. You know who would represent Maleficent is Mateo. I know. He's Mateo loves yeah. Maleficent. Maleficent. In fact, he talked about Maleficent at length on this podcast. Oh, my God. Typical. 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 No, it, he has such an encyclopedic, gorgeous knowledge of it. Um, <laughs> no, it's such a good show. Thank Go you check so it much. out if Thank you're you listening. Guys. You Thank got you. shows coming up. You have It's Christy Bitch, you have Battle of the Divas. The Divas. Are you still roast battling? You know what? Not really. Now, tell us how you... I've always (laughs) been curious because you are basically a roast icon at this point. I want to know how you even got into... Like, what what, what got you into this, like, gorgeous world, into that orbit of people? Because you would never think of you as someone who is a roaster. Yeah, it's interesting, you know... (laughs) I, I knew, I, I kind of figured that I could get away saying some fucked up shit because I can say it in You're so likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can really, I mean, and I say horrible, I've said horrible <sighs> things. But the stand was like, it started to do these roasts and I just tried it. Uh-huh. And my first one, I really, I liked having like an outlet to say really fucked up things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and What's I did, the worst thing you've said about someone? Oh God, just the worst. Um... <laughs> I like going after like the physical. Yeah. <laughs> I That's... mean, I'll go after the weight. I'll go after. I mean, nothing's off limits. It's low hanging fruit, but it's the juiciest. But you know, it's the juiciest fruit. And I do want to say that, like, I did. I did so many of them, and I started to just that my stand up and my comedy took a backseat. So I'm very actively trying to not do them all the time anymore. Smart, yeah. Um, but I will say that, like. In all the times I've done them, like, everyone's very respectful. Like, we'll meet beforehand and they'll say, like, is anything off limits? Mm-hmm. And then if I were to say, yeah, so don't say this, 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 which I never have. But people have said that. And that's respected. But that's respected. And, like, of course, like, I would want to know that for anybody. Like, I'm not saying, yeah, yeah right. Like, that. You don't want to, like, hurt people. No, no. You know, so... <laughs> But I, but I had a great, I mean, it was a great opportunity for me. So then you kept doing it at the stand, and then finally Comedy Central came knocking? Or were they just shot, yeah. they just like shot stuff at the stand? They shot a lot at the stand, and like yeah. Jeff Ross would come into the right, stand a right. lot. And so he saw me a couple times, and then, um, and then yeah, then Comedy Central did this did the show at Montreal, mm-hmm. and I was the, abs- I mean, I think because somebody turned it down, they called. Who cares? Because I found out, I mean, like a week before the thing that I was going, and then Great. I battled Jimmy Carr, who was the biggest name yes, that did it. Yes, yes, yes. And he had won right? the year before, so he was like the undisputed champion, and so we battled each other, and he's like this legend, and it was, I gotta be honest, I think people like, 
were like, oh my God, like, are you terrified? Because you're going in this no-name underdog. And right. I was like, no, no, no. This is the best the way best I situation, can go in. You because can I whatever. know I'll get knocked out. Right. But I don't give a fuck. I can just have fun. It's Nobody yes. knows who I am. Right. So I have nothing to lose. <laughs> and, we, and it so was I so fun. So I went in there like... It, I was very in the moment. I was nervous. I had to prep myself. Yeah, like, yeah. And and it, it, I just like you know, I brought myself into it, which I which I liked. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But you, did you end up winning? No. Oh, can I tell you something? I've lost almost every roast I've ever done. <laughs> I never win. I never <sighs> ever win. But I'm a great loser. I love and I that. I do it's, such a great job, and I don't give a fuck. It's not even about losing or winning. No. I love that. Yeah. So it's Man. it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. But I also like. I'll say this too. I had um, as like a, a story of how you can overcome my first like big shows that I did at Caroline's. Jeff had asked me to host, mm. and it was like my first time performing at Caroline's. And I, I, mean, I don't know if you guys have been in similar situations, but just just a bomb city, just bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> And I was, I mean, it, it was, I, I felt like I couldn't show my face in Caroline's for a long time. I feel like I'm on the no-fly list there. Oh, my God. Just, no. you know, this, and I to the point where you're like, you, know, I, you feel like you need to write everybody you know a letter and apologize for knowing them. I've, no. I, I felt the same way. I'm actually doing a show next week <laughs> that I bombed, like, years ago, and I... I haven't done it for years because I bombed so hard. Oh, I get that. And yet you're going to do great. And I bombed so hard. The hardest I ever bombed was at a show with, and I begged Matt to do it with me because I didn't know what I was going to do because I didn't really know. You're talking what, about gay show for all people. Talking about gay show for all people. Oh, we we fucking were so bad. But wait, it was wait, my this fault. Josh and this Aaron's? is Josh and Aaron's show, and yeah. this was three years ago. I had no. No, business. no, no. It was longer than that. This is right after we had just met them. Wait, this is right after we just met them. I didn't really know what I was doing like in in comedy just at all besides like pop roulette and, and like um and like they had asked me to do it and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Because at that point I didn't didn't do characters, didn't do stand up, didn't do anything that was just me on a stage. Wow! And but they asked me, and I was like, okay, like, like, I was yeah, too terrified to turn it. them down because I just I still do, but like looked it, up to them back yeah. then. Oh, it was yeah, just like same. worshipped them, um, still do. And then so then I begged Matt to do to do this bit with me where we were two <laughs> Grey's Anatomy improvisers. <laughs> like our specialty was we will improvise a scene. <laughs> that, that sounds great. But it we got out. We we came out and we got laughs because I was dressed as like Meredith Grey and he was dressed as Christina, Christina Yang. We were in scrubs and we were like <laughs> we were like we are Grey's Anatomy drag and people liked that giggle but giggle. Then, like I don't know. We just we did it and, and then we were just I so was not funny. so ashamed. Um, um I, then, I understand. Yeah, I mean, and it then, takes you. I mean, it, it's, it's it's a loss. It's, it's, part of your soul goes away. And I was like, this is the biggest show I've ever done. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, Jeff's never gonna. Want. I still think, oh my god, is he ever gonna want to like work with me again? I, it was an opportunity, and I blew it. But part of me, and but I, you I'm just move on. You get sure. over it. You got it. It's part of it. Part of me gets off on this is failing and then <laughs> bouncing back and I was listening to I was I've been listening to not a uh, lot of Howard I Stern don't. I'm trying to listen to more I'm trying to like go through the back catalog of Howard Stern interviews and they're great um but go, the first time Lady Gaga was on she talked about how she came up in like the Lower East Side scene and like how she like bombed all the time but she was like part of me got off on it and it made me want to be better and I was like yeah that's cool yeah it's interesting it's interesting has you know when you 
progress in this business, mm-hmm. the stakes get higher because we feel like we have more to lose. Mm-hmm. It's I almost look back at the roast battle experience with like a little sadness because I feel like I'll never really have it again. Yeah, like n- I was. I mean, not not that I'm. I mean, I'm not a big name now, but I was a. I was like an. I was doing open mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to have gotten that and to go and, and now it, Caroline's. Yeah, and now I feel like you know. Oh, like now it's like, well, people, you know, expect me to be funny. And people know <laughs> what you're about. I want to say, oh, I'm still new comic, but like you're not anymore. But that's that's the great thing. And it, <laughs> this is so exciting about the show um, at our at Ars Nova um, is that the ceiling keeps you, you keep this. I'm sorry. The floor keeps rising. Yeah. High floor, ceiling still high, ceiling rises with the floor. So like your horizons just I expand. I love that analogy. But, um, you know, you're just you're leveling up every, every day. And um, Thank you for it's so that. cool that you've gotten to this place now where you can fucking have a show at Ars Nova. That's a solo show. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And if you're here, you should come. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Come check it out. It'll be it's really going to be fun. really good. And you get to that. you get to see me perform, which is always <laughs> such a treat. Oh, my God. It's always such a treat. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how much I love to perform? Yes. You boys, uh, are, yeah. you boys are literally. Also, too, I want to see real quick that, like, I was obsessed with both of you before you knew who I was. That's because not I true. Watched. That's true. We knew who you were. I remember exactly when you first saw me perform, and I was in my head, or at least when I know that Bell you House. guys are Bellhouse. Yeah. And I was in my head because I wanted to do really well in front of you guys, <laughs> and I felt like I did fine, but I was like, You did oh, great. You I really want, that I mean, night. I had like a good set, but I was like, I really want to impress them, because you guys performed as Pop Roulette, yeah. mm-hmm. which I have, Molly and I have sat and watched all the Pop Roulette videos oh all the time. I mean, I remember so many of them. I mean, I love, that's like the, I mean, and I've gone on to follow all of you individually. I'm like a stalker. I would watch those videos and I would Google you and I'd Google Sudi and I'd Google Tessa and I'd Google Amanda, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally a psycho and I loved it so much. I mean, I still love it. We loved doing it. It's just so hard to get everyone that's the thing around now it's gotta be so you know who I started following on Instagram not too long ago is Amanda from Prop Mm -hmm. who I've only met once uh that bitch can sing she's gonna be she's gonna be on the show soon Shut the fuck up. She's going to be having... I'm a fan. I geek out a little bit over her vocals. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to try a different format. We're going to try episode. something a little bit different, and it's going to be really really fun, and the fans are going to be gagged. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh! I just think everyone's so... I mean, all of yeah. you guys are so fun, and I love I love. Oh, that. thanks, Christy. No, the first time Christy and I ever like officially sat down and oh talked my God. was at the... You've heard the story before, right, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought this up. But I just want everyone to know that the first time Christy and I like actually like had a conversation was in the waiting room for the audition of... What the fuck was that Joking show? off. MTV's joking, joking off. off. It was joking off. I mean, God bless it. It's a fun show, but our managers like put us in, put us up for this. Why were we there? Why were we there? There was so much prep and homework to do. We had a... Do you remember I came out of my audition, felt okay, and then said, I'm going back in because I remembered I had one joke that I wanted to tell them, <sighs> and I went back in expecting it to bring the house down, and it was like, Okay, thank, thank you. And I was like, oh, and then I just slick slipped out. I'm no, I'm so glad you did that. I'm so glad you did that because you know what? Like that will, that's like a, that is like a swinging doors thing where like now you're on this path in life that will, that you, like where you will sort of like make like sliding doors. Slide. I'm sorry. That's what I. And that's what I meant. Swinging doors. Swinging doors. <laughs> sliding yeah, doors. Dummy. I'm a dummy. Sliding doors. Starring Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth. Yes, I I know my references. So it's a sliding doors thing now because you will always go back into rooms and be like, wait, one more. 
and that I is guess, gorgeous. Even though it didn't make a fucking difference. It doesn't at matter. All. They made that, up their minds. That room was so awful. It was. We had. They would show me. They would show pic, funny Memes pictures. And pictures. It's what we do on our Instagram every yeah. day. And at one point, one of my notes was. Okay, you know to make a joke about the picture, right? And not just say what you see. <laughs> I was like, that feeling when a oh cat walks God. into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, okay, can you say something funny? And I was like, oh no, I bombed. It was just like, it was just like a, <laughs> a weird, like, aged frat house vibe where it was just these people sitting on couches, like, just foots up on an ottoman. They were too chill. They were too chill about it, and it made me very self-conscious. Me too. I was like, look alive. Yeah. We're uh, trying to make moves here, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was, that was, oh, I mean, that you was were the perfect hysterical. person to have in the room, that room with me. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that's the genesis of your relationship. Yeah, yeah. the joking off audition. <laughs> and I think I like wrote to you, like, did you hear anything? <gasps> <laughs> I was like, no. Imagine if we both got both it. it. Oh my god, <laughs> it'd be, be a miserable. better show. Like it's canceled. It's not out anymore. Right. That's because. Oh, <laughs> I think well, I even clearly we to... know why that was canceled. It's because right. Bowen and Christy weren't on the cast. Weren't on it. I, I think I even <laughs> casually mentioned. I was like, oh yeah, um, yeah, and I'm friends with Matteo too. Like, what an oh asshole. My god. Oh, I used to do that asshole. all the time. <laughs> I've done that in emails. I've written. Ugh, whatever. No, emails is fine. But anyway. <laughs> um, so it is now time oh, no. to move on to I Don't Think So, Honey. Oh, my yeah. God. Now, Christy. I didn't prepare anything. The last time you did an I Don't Think So, Honey, oh. you were throwing things. You were stomping about. Do you remember the email I wrote you the day after apologizing? And, we, no, and I wrote wonderful. in that email, I took a water gun and used it without permission, and I feel like I overstepped. No, but that's. You didn't overstep. You didn't overstep. In fact, it was entertaining. I might be wrong, but I feel like I was the first person to draw from the troll wall. I think you might have been the very first. Thank you so much. Wait, that's huge. That's historic. First person to ever draw from the troll wall. Yeah, I was like, there, and I had something prepared, historic. and I was like, you know what? I love a challenge. What, what did you say your prepared thing was going to be about? Well, maybe um, she'll do it now. I don't even maybe she'll do oh, it God. now because I really didn't prepare anything. That's fine. For this. Don't worry. It's we'll fine. go first. We'll go okay. first. You go first, Matt. Okay, this I will is, go. Okay, Did you say, should it be current or no? You don't care. Uh, oh, mine no. is mine is for all time. Okay, it can be as timeless as you want, baby, like Jesus. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, this is I'm Matt Rogers's. I don't think so, honey. It's hard for you to think of new ones because you've seen so many. I know, I know. But there's always. But you have to. It's rule number six of culture. You, you have, have to, to be, be original. original. Oh my god! But it's like I immediately go to the classics who have done your show, and I think of theirs. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go go your own way. It's rule okay. number 14 of culture. So don't, don't go, go there, girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> this is Matt Rogers's I Don't Think So, Honey. Time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey auditions. No, you come to me. I've been out there performing. I do many shows. You want me for a project? You come to me. I Don't Think So, Honey. The ancient Greeks and the Romans, they started theater, but they did not start auditions. I believe it is natural, honey, for me to stand in front of a crowd and perform i believe it is something that even the ants do i believe the birds do i believe it is part of nature i do not believe honey i don't think seconds. so honey 
that it is natural for the ants to say, hi, my name is ant number 16, and here is my audition. I do not think the Greeks and the Romans stepped in front of each other and auditioned for parts. Therefore, why should I? This is capitalist nonsense. Seconds. You want to see me in a performance to see if I'm good for your show? Come to my show in December. Have you heard of Christmas at the duplex? That That's really the first happening? time I'm Five announcing seconds. it. Come to my show, auditioners. You come to me. She going to what a who? Oh, and that's one minute with a little Cardi B Goosebumps reference thrown in. on my fucking body. Goosebumps. Was that a monologue you memorized? <laughs> there were beats, the timing, wow. the reveal of your new show. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, Goosebumps wow. Goosebumps all over my body. I've been doing this a long time. Wait, I believe I'm, that auditions are no. Fun, and really quickly, I'm sorry. Was the show called Have, have You, have you heard, heard of Christmas? This is Matt. This is an exciting announcement. I'm yeah. going to cry. <laughs> I'm doing two shows at the Duplex in December. On December 12th and December 21st, I'll be accompanied by Henry Kapersky. Mm -hmm. oh. It's the release of my Christmas album, Have You Heard of Christmas? Are you for real? Is my album coming out? Mm, probably not. <laughs> but let's just say there, but will it's be, original songs. there will be a full catalog of original holiday music. I'm saving the date right now. I will be there. there I don't you. want. I'm Have not you heard of Christmas? Have you heard of Christmas? Have you heard of Christmas? You know, you? yours truly is designing the album cover. Oh. And... I've heard a few snippets of some of the songs, Stop. and I gotta tell you, you can can't you, miss this. Can you give me a little, like, just like no. a little, a little no, hint? No, no, no. But I will say that <laughs> oh. I can, I can announce that I will have some special guests. Yeah. Oh my um, god. Um, they will be announced. They will be announced. Oh my god, this is huge. <laughs> this is fucking. Will, did you have any idea this was gonna happen? No idea. <laughs> No one's privy to this. Oh my god, now I'm scared. Okay, here we go. Have you heard of Christmas? December, what were the dates? December 12th and December 21st at 9.30 at the Duplex. Amazing. The <laughs> the legendary Duplex. Cabaret. Oh I love, first of all, I love, uh, speaking of Josh and Aaron, Pioneers, I mean, I mean, people like Cole School have had shows there, of course, but now it really oh, yeah. is becoming this nice new Catherine home. Catherine Cohen. Can Henry I piggyback Kaprosky. on that? I, I opened for Catherine Cohen, and yes. I was floored. Ugh. Floored to my core. She just did her, her one-woman show, yes. and it was incredible. And, and Henry played the piano Amazing. for that as well. Yeah, we're going and right I, after we, this. We're going to Henry's show. I wanted show to go, and I yeah. can't have a birthday party, but I really wanted to go see it. But no. it was phenomenal. Thank you. Catherine Cohen was phenomenal. Yeah, she's that amazing. venue, was something about that venue. It's really special. It's a great venue. Barbara, pretty cool. All right, this is Bowling I don't think so, honey. Ooh, okay. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The employees of the Doc Martin store on on Spring Street, bitch. Oh, no. I just bought a pair of beautiful black boots. But, honey, the service there was deplorable. <laughs> if I want to walk into a room full of fucking bleach-haired Asians, I'd turn on Sailor Moon, bitch. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's not even a good joke. Whatever. But it was just all these it. dour, like, tragically hip Asians. And I'm like, girl, this was my phase back in old 2013, honey. I've I done bleached my hair, too. I've been... I, I went to your fucking... Conversations of the West <laughs> seminars in college and your liberal arts programs too, honey. You're not special. You are not so smart. 15 seconds. You don't have the right to comment on how my feet are a little anomalous or whatever the <laughs> fuck you think. I have perfect feet. I get to wear whatever boots I want. And Five seconds. Don't tell me it's final sale. I know. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Doc What's Martin's. one minute? <laughs> What, what do you think, Matt? Matt always has something to, to note on my I don't think so, honey. Oh, well, I, have a, I have a note. Too. Well, not a question. A question, what? 
you had bleached hair. I bleached yeah. my hair. <laughs> this was pretty recently, two or three years ago. Really? Bleached and it was uh, blue and gray, blue silver. Ooh, and I, I miss that I look. I need to see photos of I'll this. show you. It was, I, I miss it so much, but I don't think I can get away with it now because I oh, think I like people can be like, oh, but auditions, blah, 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 blah. But I don't right. think so many auditions. Um, I don't think so many auditions. <laughs> what, what do you have to say, Matt? I don't have a thought. I thought it was really beautiful. I thought Thank what you. you did was amazing. And wow. I resent the, um, I resent your tone in saying <laughs> that I constantly have a no. No, I wasn't saying that. And let me tell you something. Me and Will just shared a glance, and I know that no. I know that we both think that you're really ridiculous. We can't, no, Matt, you and I can't fight over how to engineer Will yet this early. But yeah, Matt, we can't fight because bitch, I already won. Can I ask? He you gave something? me his number. I want. I want to clear. I have a clarifying question. He gave me for his you. number. So stop, I can stop, text stop! 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 Later. I have a clarifying question for you about your. I don't think so. Honey. I will text him. What was? The, what were the ants about? You're saying ants do theater? I was saying that everyone, every organism, does theater. <laughs> okay, that's Wait, what debatable. does that even mean? <laughs> I think Matt I don't know. Matt Will, is, Will understands. Matt is trying to be like little, little Mr. Sociologist for animals, but I don't think it, I don't think it really works. Wow. Okay, Christy, it's t- it's, okay. it's your turn. Do you have something ready? And even if you I don't, do. Great. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I drew from the troll bro in my head. I think mm. you're gonna do great. This is Christy Cello's. Thank you so much. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. My adult acne. Ah! <laughs> I mean, the people who say it gets better, do they know about adult acne? Because I'm really struggling. <laughs> you know, and it's not, it's in places I didn't know it would ever be. Mm. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's hard. You know, people go through that stage in high school, but I'm a grown-ass woman. Yeah. And I'm really trying. I wish I was awkward in high school. Now I should be thriving. <laughs> you know, and when when the pimples are by your hair and it hurts when you brush it. No. I mean, I don't think so, honey. Brushing hair oh. with pimples. <laughs> right, Will? <laughs> I throw the table. You know, I don't think so, honey, having to buy expensive creams. 15 seconds, you're I don't right. think so, honey, having to contour my face around my pimples. Oh. I don't think so, honey, having to wear makeup when I don't want to wear makeup. I don't think so, honey. Why aren't, ma- why, why aren't pimples cool? Oh. You know? The Kardashians should make acne cool. And then I'll be cool. I don't think so, honey. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> wow, I think that we have a lot to think about. We do. Why aren't pimples cool? Like, well, why can't, if the Kardashians said they were cool, they'd be cool. If if some, if fucking Gwyneth Everyone Paltrow, right, if, if like, some lifestyle blogger walked into this room and was like, you know what? Pimples actually make you yeah. better in sex. in sex. Better in sex. You know what? You'd be like, great. And it's like a weird thing that like, maybe my next I don't think so, honey, is going to be like makeup. Like I'm like over having to wear makeup. Hey. Like fuck, I didn't want to wear makeup. It's your choice. We're all born with this fucking face. Yes, that's your Let choice. Yeah. I think we have a lot to think about we after do. this episode of Lost Culturistas. This was I'm a very shook. this was a very thought provoking episode. It was an episode. educational, thought provoking, heartwarming episode. Lots of ups, downs, and all around. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. And we want to say one more time that Christie's show, it's Christy Bitch, <laughs> will be. <laughs> what you say? November fourth. Perfect. At the Duke. No, at, no, Ars, at Nova. Nova. Ars Nova. Thank you so much. At Ars Nova. I can't wait to see you guys there. And please come out. It'll be a really, hopefully it'll be a really fun time. It will be. I'll, I better be there because I'm in the gig. <laughs> Matt's in the gig, girl. Um, Christy, we love you so much. Thank you guys we so love much. You I love this podcast. And this always has been a thrill. have. And yes. you know what? You have the energy of a thousand smiling butterflies. Aww. And you 
be as horny as you want. Let no one stop you from being horny. Thank you so much. Because you are holy. Now, I think this... so much. We're going to end... Fill your holes with God. Fill your holes with love. Fill your holes with Christy. Fill your holes with God. Fill your holes with love. Fill your holes with Christy. Say it again. want to ask was my vibrato consistent <laughs> okay thanks bye this has been a forever dog production executive produced by brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.